0: When's the last time you uh, coughed in public? <laughs> <clears throat> you still got that thing stuck in?
1: that cake sitting in there nudging. So yesterday, because my dad's a doctor, and he's very particular about COVID stuff, so I started drinking water, and then it got stuck, and I started coughing and hacking. I swear to God, shun I shun you to your I room? I saw him look over from the family room. With just absolute disgust and terror in his eye. He's
0: like... That's you, pretty far away, too. <laughs> Do I need to get your test? I was like, no, this is Deer Park. Uh, this is this is not Wuhan. That's just funny because, like, obviously he lives with you. You know, he sees you every single day. He knows your activities, and yet he still does not trust you. No, that's, that's been a day one problem. That's, <laughs> that is pre-COVID, my man. I honestly think, like, like even, even at work, if I take, like, a squig of water mm-hmm. and it kind of hits my back of my throat... And I kind of just have to really loudly clear my throat because there's no way I'm going to cough or or sneeze. It's the new,
1: you know how like when you sit in a chair and it makes a fart sound? Yeah. And then like you're in class, you're like, fuck. I need to overcorrect it. You overcorrect and it just won't work? Yeah. This is a new age version of that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I am not messing with him. He's doing this voluntarily. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a vaccine after effect. Don't get vaxxed, kids. I'm just kidding. Do it. Um, mm. Okay, um, so it's a very unlucky episode 13 of Hot Pocket because there is something stuck in my throat and it won't
0: go the fuck away. Dun, dun, dun. This is Saad Mahmood. This is Sherry Orr. Saad's <coughs> having some... Gagging coffin issues today.
1: It, it's some combination of the sushi we had, the ice latte I had, and then the cake yeah. that we had. It's a bad combo, bad mix. And
0: something is just stuck in that deep pit. Oh Jesus Christ. Well what's been happening this week, Cher? Honestly, dude, not much because no, not much. Which is which is kind of like where we kinda of struggled today with yeah. finding some topics. But I guess something exciting did happen. For me, at least. Yeah, definitely they, for you. Yeah, they've yeah, got to specify. He, it. not me. Yeah, not Saad, because we know where he stands. Spider-Man 3, the the new Spider-Man 3, not the old one. Away? F- no Way Home. No Way Home. No Way Home trailer just dropped. Mm-hmm. And they the way they did the trailers, they teased so much shit. And I'm sorry to say, but Marvel has gotten me in their grasp once again. And I, and I can't wait for that fucking. That movie. that
1: was not the cough. That was just me, you know, controlling myself. Yeah, with rage. the rage,
0: the disappointment. I the can the see it in your eyes. Disappointment.
1: I have a lot of opinions on Marvel. There is a lot to talk about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I did not watch the Spider-Man trailer, which is crazy because
0: it was all over social media. Oh, yeah, I
1: make a concerted effort. Whenever <laughs> these things drop, it's just like I don't care. Oh, man. I, I I don't really care to watch that stuff. I'm not a big fan. <clears throat> And maybe by the end of this segment, I will also turn you. Or at least, you know, have, like, an open mind. On like, maybe, like, there's things about it to, like,
0: criticize. No, I th- I'm i with you on that, right? Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into it through the mm-hmm. topics. But I'm, I'm genuinely excited for Spider-Man because Spider-Man is, like, every child's hero. You know what I mean? Like, when you're a kid, you always want to be Spider-Man. Like, you do not tell me that you never once in your life as a kid were, like, I wish shit shot Out of my wrist. I mean, I thought that would be cool, but I never actively thought about Spider Man. I was like, you know, I was more of a video game person. Brother, I have embarrassingly amount of pictures as a kid of me perched up at the end of the bed no, like ladder man no, 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 no. Which will never see the light of day. That's just what Cher looks like at, at the end of a successful first date. <laughs> he just perched though
1: <laughs> Alright, Mary Jane's like, that's not my name. I just like perched
0: up. My you book. put the mask on. <laughs> like,
1: Alright, the mask is on, but where's your condom? Oh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> to begin, we're going to take a quote from one of my favorite directors. Same here. Martin Scorsese, yes, directed Goodfellas, Casino, um, Wolf of Wall Street, Wolf which of is Wall more Street, recent.
0: and he, the most recent one he directed was also, um, oh nope, sorry, that was that Irishman. Was Irishman, he, he did, did Irishman. Did. I was I confused him with Quentin for, um,
1: oh the Hollywood movie. Yeah, the Hollywood yeah. movie. A uh, Raging Bull. or oh, Raging Bulls is a really good movie. Yeah. Y'all better to watch. So did he, Martin, Sc- did he do
0: t- Taxi as well?
1: He did Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is great. Also. He's a very well-known... He's one of the goats of directing. He's one of the goats of directing. And it's pretty funny because we were looking up the exact quote for him. The first thing in in (laughs) Google autofill shows up is Mark Mark Scorsese, Marvel Marvel quotes. Which my theory is that a lot of people today just don't know who he is. But figured out who he was because they were upset that he, this guy said
0: something mean about this, Marvel. This old man, yeah. from old Hollywood. What the fuck said do you something. know, old man? Marvel's the future. It's like no, he come he's on, he's a go. He's like if you if you like this is what we talked about this. If you learned about Martin Scorsese through Marvel, like through his comments about Marvel, I don't want to hear your part opinion on problem. cinematography. Yeah, Shut absolutely up. Not. So, what is Martin Scorsese's quote about Marvel? He essentially said, "Cinema is supposed to bring you the unexpected." And what superhero movies do, they don't really risk much. You mm-hmm. kind of know how they're going to unfold. They yeah. can do throw as many twists and turns. The hero's never going to die. Yeah. Besides Endgame. Yeah. A lot of people die. Yeah,
1: but it's also like there were like 20 movies or such.
0: Yeah, that was like the end of like 10 a, yeah. a decades.
1: That's the problem with the MCU. With that, like the cinematic universe format, these actors are contracted out right. for like five, six movies. So it's like all right, your two movies into a contract. It looks like they're about to
0: die, and it seems like I know they're not going to die. Yeah, I mean, take take specifically with this quote, right? And Iron Man, for example, mm-hmm. he almost died at the end of the first Avengers. He also risked his life once again in like Age of Ultron, consistently. And then they finally like were like, yeah. "All right, Iron Man, we're going to give you your hero goodbye." Yeah, and he died while saving. I mean, listen, was the scene fucking dope? Yes, it was. I loved that scene. I damn near <laughs> cried. But. That's that's when he went, but that goes back to Martin Scorsese's point, right? Is it like, is Marvel actually? I it's not. I don't even want to pose this question to you, but like, is, <laughs> is Marvel wrong actual wrong cinema? <laughs> it, no. Yeah. My short answer
1: is is no, and and there's a lot of reasons we'll attack this from. I would say for me, one of the big things is that, like I said, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the cinematic universe format, I think is. One, bad for filmmaking, Mm -hmm. because you have these... Because here's the thing. like, There's been multiple times where stories are written where they interview like Kevin Feige, and they explain, like, oh, this is how we do it. And it's like, oh, we have, like, ten movies written out ahead of time. Actually, I think it's more than ten movies. It's a lot, right? They have a whole game plan for it. And people take that as, like, that's so cool. They had this all thought out. But for me, it's like, well, hold on. You have these scenes specific storyboarding and illustrations ready like twenty years in advance. Not twenty years, like five, six, seven years in advance. What's the point of giving it to a director if most of it's already predetermined? The the point the like yes, there is some differences in the way these directors handle these movies, Mm -hmm. but visually they're all very similar. Mm -hmm. They use very similar like dialogue and script writing techniques. The thematics are all very similar. They're all very similar. The usually the difference is superficial. Right. Like Black Panther is not that different structurally as a movie than Iron Man, right? And, and it was like t- tw- twelve years later. Yeah,
0: and Ryan Coogler was the I just looked it up. Ryan Coogler was the director for Black Panther. He's a talented director. He's an extremely talented director. He's worked with the likes of Jordan Peele. He's mm-hmm. worked with Jordan Peele on. Um, it's, uh, not, I was going to say Escape. Um, get out get out yeah so he's 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 of that realm this is
1: never a knock on the directors this is yeah. more a knock on like the format you kind they of- they don't have that much agency to d- determine like oh i want to put my own flair in it because they have to adhere to like certain market and corporate they, overheads they
0: got Ryan Coogler for the Black Panther to incorporate the black culture into it because yeah. they knew they needed help with that yeah, yeah. So that's what they did, but again, the storyline and the storyboard of the Black Panther was extremely similar to every the rest other of the how Marvel many, movies.
1: let's let's go through some bullet points real quick. One, how many of the times do you see an arrogant superhero get brought down a little bit and then get humbled through his experiences working with somebody else and then make a triumphant return? How often is the main villain like literally just like an evil version of the, the protagonist? Yeah. I mean
0: it, Killmonger was a sexist. Killmonger. The
1: thing. He was also Wakandan. How many times has Iron Man fought like a different Iron Man yeah. who was just like
0: like an evil version of him? But I will say, the side point, I do think that Killmonger was my favorite villain out of the MCU. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: There's, there's things to like pray. Because we're talking about 25 plus movies. Yeah. There's things to like, for example, Ragnarok, I think, is a good movie. Yeah. I think it's the best movie in the MCU by a mile.
0: I think this next Spider Man's going to beat it.
1: I, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, like, I was, like, pleasantly surprised. because I think you were the one who showed
0: me Ragnarok. Yeah, I think we watched it together, yeah. We
1: watched it together, and I went into it going, like, I don't know. I don't really care. And you came out enjoying it. I came out enjoying it. But the thing is, like, that was the only one after that I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, it was just Ragnarok. Yeah. This was not, like, an MCU thing.
0: So here's, here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I agree with Martin Scorsese. I'm with you on the fact that Marvel is not cinematic you know what i mean like it's not cinema. it's it's not like full movies because we also yeah. talked about how like 80 percent of these movies are cgi yeah and they're they're done by the same company so movie over movie a lot of it seems the same because they tend to use the same algorithms the same like kind of backdrop yeah. motions to yeah. create those scenes that's why sometimes you're like this kind of looks familiar but you know you kind of give it up because you're, it's entertaining i agree that marvel's not cinematic greatness mm-hmm. but is it trying mm-hmm. to be the Wolf of Wall Street? I don't think that that's Marvel's case. I think Marvel is genuinely just trying to make entertaining movies mm-hmm. for kids because superheroes are entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. they're not superheroes are gonna there. There'll be some moral things that come across, like yeah. oh, this decision versus that decision. But the but moral is always the, something like it's, it's like, very easy, like just be it's, a good person. It's it's, like, okay, yeah, it's, it's very not complicated. it's a very black and white like good versus yeah. bad thing, and that's that's how superhero movies go. They're supposed to be entertaining. They're supposed to be fun to watch. I never really go into a superhero movie and think, like, oh, I'm about to, like, be awakened or something. I I go into it, like, this is going to hit my childhood, like, dreams yeah. or whatever. That's why I'm watching this.
1: I agree, but also disagree, mm-hmm. right? Like, I do think a lot of people feel that way. They're like, oh, it's a fun movie, right? And put aside whether I personally don't find them fun, but I can understand. Because like, I've, like, enjoyed watching a Marvel movie. Like, I turn my brain off. Yeah. Here's the problem, though. You can't separate the content of the movies from the fact that this is part of like a market dominance thing. Where how many Marvel movies come out a year now? If you look at it as like Marvel as part of the Disney umbrella, at least fifty percent of movies that come out every year now in like theaters are just Disney movies. Mm. So it's part of it is the problem is like we're consistently only getting stuff like this. Yeah. Versus like actual cinema and art because the markets and algorithms push everything this way because they cater to the greatest ours. common denominator yeah. possible. And so, like, it's less about, like, I'm
0: all for, like, stupid movies happening. Right. right.
1: Like, just pure fun movies. There's a problem. There's, like, a monopoly problem here, though.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with you yeah. on that. Like, if you look at, like, all the major companies, like, just take this Disney, Disney Plus, ESPN, yeah. and ESPN Plus. There's a bundle. bundle. It's a bundle it's because a bundle. they're all and Hulu. Owned by Disney. There's a bundle with Hulu. Oh, sorry. It is Hulu, yeah. right? It's, a, it's Disney Plus, Hulu, and, and ESPN Plus. I have that bundle, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. No, if you're going to get that stuff, yeah, get, the, get the
1: deal. I mean, obviously. But, like, that's not like on an individual person to do that. But let me just say this other thing real quick. Mm-hmm. With people saying that there isn't, like, people go into it and not expecting a lot. Right. I think part of that's not true because I've looked at a lot of the responses from people to Martin Scorsese. And there is this insistence that, like, Marvel is like, oh, this is modern-day mythology. Yeah. Like, oh, the amount of times people say shit like... Black Panther is revolutionary for black rights. It's like, no, it's not. Or that the amount of like emotional weight people put behind WandaVision it's like, oh my god, this is life changing. This you is revolutionary. Hear, I, I know what you're exa- You know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. What is love? What is grief? Lo- grief is just love persevering. Yeah. yeah. And, and everyone was like, people really took that to people heart. People took that to Which I, I can understand. It's a nice quote. Here's the thing it's a nice quote. That quote has existed before Marvel for a long time. It's coming from this red man in CGI. That's the thing, bro. One of my friends put it very eloquently. It's that when all things are subpar, things that are average
0: start looking, like, amazing. It's kind of like the men, the bars on the floor. It's like, oh, he bought you flowers, and you fall head over here yeah. it's for him. It's, like, it's, it's a, like... That's that's a very small very low standards. Yeah. Uh, the movie that, when I was talking to my friend
1: about that, was Knives Out.
0: That's a good-ass movie.
1: Knives Out's a good... Like, it's a good movie. It's a quality movie. But the way people were talking about it, I was like, yo, y'all have... Like, you're so used to Disney and Marvel, that's why you're thinking of it like yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, I... I agree like, with it's a, that It's a good movie But then go watch Raging Bull Yeah Go watch Taxi Driver Some real cinematic Go watch stuff. some um Kurosawa movies Old Kurosawa movies There's so many like good movies and films That you're not gonna see Because we kind of rely on algorithms and platforms yeah. To like tell us what to watch
0: I'm with you on that Because when we talk about like cinematic movies mm-hmm. One of one of the main things that comes to mind Is um The Goodfellas, right? It's <clears throat> so good Great movie, and there's this one specific scene, and it's not even like a main plot scene. Which which scene It's is the this? scene where he takes when he's interested in the girl, he takes her out to a through date. the kitchen. Through he goes, oh, he goes, God, he roll. Man. They roll up, and the camera just follows them. Yeah. This is set in the 70s too. Yeah. The game, the movie is from the 70s, right? from the 70s. From 70s or 80s. 80s, I think. Yeah, not again. Not a major plot thing. Yeah, just takes the girl out. They roll up. I want to put a pin in this because that's part of a point I want to make later on. Okay, but yeah, I want people to think yep. about
1: that, right? Like you have scenes in a bunch of in things that I would consider films. You have scenes that are not—they're not pushing the plot. No, but it's about character building, and world building, because the director is trying to like build a believable set of characters and yes. worlds. <music> Let's advance a little bit. Yeah. One thing you said, Cher, was that not everybody's looking for something meaningful or political or important or noteworthy. I'll make the case, and this I'm I not never the said, first.
0: Never, I never said political.
1: Well, okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm giving away the lead a little <laughs> yeah. bit, right? Um, these movies, the MCU movies, and frankly, a lot of Hollywood movies mm-hmm. are pretty much propaganda for the U.S. Army and the U.S. military, not an army specifically. Let's talk about. Black Panther. One of the things I noticed was that Wakanda is fucked up.
0: Wakanda <laughs> is very. F- I want you all to think about this. Take us through this because, like, I, this is very interesting. When you told me earlier, because I never thought about it this way. What, what's the whole premise? Wakanda is for
1: Wakanda only, yeah. right? They like they say something Vibranium, along those lines. Yeah, yeah, they're like we don't allow outsiders. We keep to ourselves. We don't share our wealth and and military prowess and everything. We keep to. A- you know what the word for that is? That's an ethno state. That is a state that defines its borders by its race and ethnicity. Realistically, there if something like Wakanda existed, there would be some people who are not Wakandans in that country. They would be slaves. That they would be like, "Oh yeah, Wakanda's for Wakandans, Wakandan citizens, you're not Wakandan, therefore you're not a citizen." That's what they would do. I'm not saying it would be Israel. <laughs> it would be pretty similar to Israel, though. You know, like there's no
0: colonization aspect of it. I think. You know, the points you're making are Killmonger's points. Yeah, because he was like, "Where the fuck were you guys yeah. when our ancestors were getting transported yeah. from from Africa yeah. to America and all this shit was happening around the world? You guys were just quiet." Yeah, A very it's, valid point. That's why I said Killmonger is probably my favorite villain of all of in, and all. Of, and we'll, we'll, we'll break that down a little
1: bit. So it's a monarchy that's an effectively an ethno state. Yeah. Who is the one white character in this movie? Like the one white good guy? Does it, he's a CIA yeah. dude? There is the CIA is propping up this monarchy ethno state from an outside invader, from mm-hmm. like insurgency, from rebellions. And also, let's be clear: Killmonger literally went through their rules. What is it like? You have to beat the king by trial by combat. Yeah. He did it like what and, and they were and like no, 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 oh no. you can't do that.
0: No no and you had to be Wakandan. And you had to be Wakandan. And that's why he like when he came in he had yeah. like that little lip thing like this yeah. I guess the symbol like he had to be Wakandan yeah. to to be able to do that. So
1: it's like wait, he abided by the rules. Like those are your rules. Yep. You just didn't like who that person was so you got the CIA to help you to overthrow mm-hmm. him. That is like it, that happens in the real world all the time. yeah. And we call those like coups. Why is there so much like CIA? Like why is CIA a good guy in this? Yeah. You
0: know? Why is that? The army and military
1: is always a good guy in
0: Marvel movies. Yeah. To be able to use a lot of this, these military equipment, military equipment location, certain things. Additional funding. And, uh, a lot of additional funding because the military has fucking money, yeah. right? They have to get okays. By some military personnel. Yeah.
1: the Penta- If you want to use any of those resources, and a lot of movies do, especially your a very big budget, mm-hmm. you have to get a review by the Pentagon. Yeah. And the Pentagon gets to make edits and changes and deny it based on
0: what you're throwing is out it
1: there. is it comporting with the Pentagon's core values? I don't think I need to tell you what the Pentagon's core values no. are. A lot of these
0: military movies that you see, they have military, CIA, FBI personnel on set in the writer's room to be able to push a certain narrative through that hey you can't really show us in this bad of a light yeah yeah. you know and if if movies do they're just like one of those they're they're movies that are that are known to be like underfunded yeah all these big budget movies that you know hollywood makes hollywood literally consults fbi agents all the time yeah and this isn't just like in movies the cia has done this in real life, like they yes. have put these policies in effect in real life. This this kind of dates back to our Cuba episode mm-hmm. when I was doing research on propaganda. Mm-hmm. And I found this article that had basically been talking about a – this was during the Cold War. It was a Soviet artist who was kind of in the business of painting and drawing uh, freedom art, I should say, quote, yeah. quotation marks. And the CIA propped this guy up in Soviet Russia and made him into, like, a a symbol of, you know, freedom and, like, yeah. hey, you should be following this guy. Like, and he was being, like, one of the resistance. He's
1: fighting back against the totalitarian yep. regime.
0: And guess what the totalitarian regime does? Throws him in jail.
1: They throw him in jail because they fucking know that the CIA is using him
0: to, like, create an insur- yeah. insurgency. We have to clamp down on this. And here's the thing. What, in turn, what does that do? Makes him a martyr. Yeah. So now... To those people, they're like, yo, he was talking about freedom and writing about yeah. this and symbolizing this and this government just threw... Yeah. And that's part of the CIA's plan. Yeah. They're not just doing this like, hey, this yeah. guy's speaking the truth. Go, go listen to him. No, no, no. They had full intentions of doing this to yeah. this, this artist just so... Soviet Russia could throw him into the jail cell, and now you have more yeah. stronger evidence against. And then, Soviet like Russia. the New
1: York Times and all these like mainstream press outlets, can be like, "Oh, that's fucked they're, up! Look what they're doing." They they're would never, silencing. They'll this never guy. report on the fact that the CIA like funded this guy. Yeah, that and, this. and before we like jump on Cuba or or USSR or any other country about that, remember all the shit about Russia Gate. In the U.S., that's the exact same. We do the exact same thing. If we think somebody's like tied to Russia right. or, or anything, you get sanctions, you get thrown in jail, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was a bit of a tangent, though. Wakanda's fucked up. Black Panther's <laughs> fucked up. The CIA is fucked up. I do want to make a very brief point about the Killmonger thing, though, and just kind of goes to another one of my issues with superhero movies. Like, there is Killmonger's a bit more complicated, I think, because the tactics he uses are also like tactics that death squads trained by the CIA he would, was like,
0: he was specifically one of those yeah. people Yeah. so
1: like that one's a bit more complicated because like oh the CIA would like he fits a profile of somebody who was trained by the CIA but they kind of went loose mm-hmm. even though the individual points he was making were accurate right I think the thing that's more important to me though in terms of like narrative is that there's a common thing in superhero movies where the antagonist like the villain makes kind of an accurate point like they say "Hey, this is really fucked up like I and You put that on to somebody who's violent and Mm going to do bad things, so that way you don't really have to actually address the things he's saying. Right. Like Tatala, like kind of goes like, "Yeah, you're right," but I had to stop you, and then doesn't really do anything about. I mean, I have issues with like the solution as a whole because in Black Panther specifically, they do start exporting weapons and stuff to other countries, which is like, wait, this is just a weapons manufacturing thing now.
0: Yeah, the whole point of like. Wakanda opening up its doors was one, to share their vibranium and knowledge with the rest of the world. But majorly, what was the evil guy clause? He was after vibranium for the weapons aspect of it. The CIA wanted to, you know protect Wakanda because pretty clearly they wanted like, the weapons yeah they wanted yeah. vibranium they, were, they didn't want to give a shit yeah. about Wakanda if it wasn't for vibranium yeah
1: and here's the thing none of that a lot of that is not explicitly said in the movie Yeah. but I think the purpose of movies is not just to create like a fake fictional world and be like oh what would they do in this world like no what? like in the real world they're what is are taking examples
0: from yeah, the real what, world what is the
1: parallel to this in the real world like oh in the real world this is what actually would be happening Right. that's way more helpful fuck Black Panther honestly straight up <laughs> We're, we're, so we're kind of hammering on Black Panther a lot and then the Marvel a lot. So I want to get to just another thing I have an issue with it, and this kind of goes to the thing with Goodfellas, how they had the kitchen scene, I love and that. There, it serves no purpose for the plot, mm-hmm. right? I have issues, severe issues with Marvel's dialogue, like, like how that. characters talk to each other. Right. It's either explaining, like exposition mm-hmm. like they're literally explaining what's happening in the story like oh group a attacked here now we gotta like they're like, like telling you what's happening yeah, right what's
0: gonna happen next. or
1: they're doing those fucking i hate you so much he's like quippy one-liners like it was sarcastic remarks which is usually them like what is it um iron man calling that one guy squidward oh yeah like it's like i'm not gonna like it's kind of funny, at funny the moment right but like that is like most of the actual dialogue yeah they never just have like honest character to character interaction Where it's like I can actually get a sense of who these characters are and how they act unless it's them literally telling me telling the audience what the plot is or just making snarky remarks that they kind of clearly market test to be like this is going to be a meme. This is going to be free social media advertising. We've kind of ranted on Marvel enough, honestly. So we're going to have a little bit more fun now.
0: Yeah. We're going to take this back to a little little bit of an advice column, but we're going to switch it up from, what did we we do? We did the Wall Street Journal? I
1: think episode six or seven, we did New York Times advice column. New York Times. We called that, what did we call that? Dirty Laundry? Yeah, Dirty
0: Laundry. Now we're going to dive into the real depths of the internet. Reddit. A little place called Reddit. Oh, boy. So here we go. You probably know the subreddit. Maybe not. I didn't know about this dude. And I and I I wouldn't say I'm an active Reddit user, but mm-hmm. I, I use I use Reddit. It's called AITA. Yes. Am I the
1: asshole? Yes. People post about conundrums and things in their <clears throat> lives where they kind of feel bad about themselves or somebody made them feel bad about themselves. They post it on the internet and they say, Y'all, am I the asshole for saying or doing this? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna make a judgment
0: here. Yeah. First thing I clicked on was juicy enough, and it caught my attention, right? Juicy. So, I mean, this is pretty long. I won't, like, read all of it. I will read a synopsis of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, here's the guy. Am I the asshole for refusing to walk my daughter down the aisle? Interesting. Interesting. So, my daughter is 26, and I haven't spoken to her in years. When she was 15, we found out that she wasn't my biological daughter, and my wife had cheated on me years ago with a friend. As it turns out, this so-called friend, in quotation marks, was suddenly interested in playing dad. My wife and I divorced. My daughter learned the truth, and I told her I still loved her no matter what. And of course, she was interested in now getting to know her real dad, her biological dad. While it hurt, I tried to accept that and tried to move on. She started pulling away from me after after a couple years. Um, even when I tried to do small things, family gatherings, she was no longer interested. The last straw was when she was 20, living at my house, we were arguing because she had dropped out of school, a couple of college courses, um, hadn't done anything for three months and got mad at me because I told her that she either needed to work or she needed to find schooling again uh, because she couldn't stay here for free. If she wanted to stay here for free, sorry. They had a falling out. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know what, Like, stop trying to act like my dad, you're not my real dad. Mm-hmm. And he obviously got really hurt by that. And she she was like, if that's how you that's how you truly feel, why don't you move in with your real dad? Yeah. And she actually did, Mm -hmm. you know, so years she moved with her dad. This guy, the dad or not the biological dad, went into drinking. He was really depressed because he just lost his daughter. And this is a weird situation. Got cheated on everything. The only reason he kept going was his 24 year old son. And his son was also on his side. Yeah. Years later, through his son, he learned that her biological dad passed away in like 2018, 2019. Yeah. And then she was engaged. Mm-hmm. So now she's getting married. And she reached out to him, tried to reconnect that relationship because she wanted him to walk her down. Walk mm-hmm. She wanted him to walk her down the aisle. Yeah.
1: After leaving him and like basically saying, saying some not hurtful my real shit, dad.
0: cutting off ties with him. And he refused. So then they got in another fight. She was like, you're trying to ruin my big day. Like, I'm trying to reach out to you, and you're ruining my wedding. She was talking shit about her, this guy, um, through, through his family. And everyone had a lot of opinions. And this guy's basically getting beat down by these opinions. Yeah, But he still is, thinks... Is he the asshole? For refusing to walk his, quotation marks, daughter down the aisle. Fuck that bitch! Yeah, I don't... You know, FTB! I don't think so. I genuinely don't think so. Because here's the thing. If she was 15... Mm-hmm. because they had a falling out right yeah. if she was 15 and she was like no you're not my real dad you can't tell me anything like teenagers do Nah, this were she was she was 20 when mm-hmm. all of this happened she had dropped out of college like she was still he was genuinely trying to be a dad right yeah. be like hey you need to do something like don't just sit around if you want to live here which in brown families that i mean in my family i don't think that would ever happen like in my I mean, realm of that, yeah things,
1: yeah because it's probably like a i don't know we don't know what
0: genre or brand of family this is yeah you know?
1: but like that's 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 not unreasonable yeah like if you're literally not doing anything yeah it's you like, got to progress
0: with uh, your life you know yeah. what i mean you don't you no one wants their child to be a bum or no one wants yeah. their sibling to be a bum that makes sense but but she I, also literally said like you're not my real dad. It's like i've spent 20 years raising you what the yeah, fuck are you talking 15 about 15 good years that's when she found out good years. even yeah. even after that so it's like the way she handled it, she was an adult by this time. She was she yeah. was making rational decisions, and she decided, you know, I don't want to live with you no more. I'm gonna go live with my real dad, mm. who wasn't present for 15 years. Yeah, like what kind of man? First of all, the woman first. We, you know, this whole thing we're kind of ignoring the mom. <laughs> I know. <laughs> who the fuck is this bitch? She got she got side dick, and we're
1: like, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna
0: go on the side. Don't worry about me. Right? No, She she is evil. <laughs> to keep that from. Her husband for 15 mm-hmm. years, like, yo, I fucked a friend and... um Well, actually, I think it's possible that... She didn't know either? May Well, maybe. I didn't even think about that. Well, that's I was even crazy. The
1: biological father, maybe he just didn't know for 15 years. Like, maybe the mom didn't tell him and then once he found out, he made the attempt to reach out. I'm not trying to put a, bla- a whole lot of blame on the biological father because there's too many variables there. Like, I don't know. What's yeah. up with that? I'm more so blaming the one, the mom, probably. for. You, you cheated.
0: Yo, yeah, and then you had a baby, and then you didn't tell, yeah. like, hey, by the way, I cheated. How do you live with that guilt? That's insane.
1: Every time I masturbate, it would, I would feel bad. <laughs> I'd be like, who am I thinking of this time?
0: <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's
1: Tuesdays. Tuesdays is Fred. Wednesdays is Fred, uh, Alfred. Here's the thing. If I were this man, mm-hmm. I would suck it up. You would do it? I, he's saying I would do it.
0: But I don't think he's an asshole for not doing it. I I've, I completely forgot to leave out a main point. Oh, what was that? He said that I think the only reason she's reaching out to me is because the biological father died. Oh, he's probably right. Yeah. No, he's right he's about un- that. He was like, if he was still alive, she would have never reached out. Yeah. I would still she, be shunned. She had cut contact at yeah. this point. And I, th- I think that's so fucked up for a person. Like, I get that you just found out that. You know, you have a biological dad it makes sense. He accepted that. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I accept it. My life fucking sucks, but you obviously want to yeah. reach out to your biological that's father. That's uncomfortable
1: for me, but like, you know, you gotta do you. Yeah. That's fair. That's that's pretty yeah. big of him.
0: And it's it's true. Like if if that dude was still alive, um She probably she would never reach out to reach him. Reach out to him. Maybe so, he would get
1: an invite to the, actually
0: and then, no he would And then this narcissistic little girl is like you're you're ruining my day yeah my man think about this dude who thought you were his daughter for 15 years he found raised out his you. wife cheated on him divorced his wife and now you also left him this yeah. guy's life sucks i hope he's doing man i hope this guy's having a good day when was this posted this is pretty recent because it was all the way at the top this was posted four hours ago <laughs> this is a very recent thing hey hold it for
1: a second go on there comment and be like yo brother L- don't go yeah
0: we should we like do, do, do it right
1: now do it right now I'm a, I'm a comment and, pl- and plug the podcast yeah. real quick. and by the way we're supporting you we're rallying the troops for you oh my god he's actually doing it
0: Come in. <laughs> don't go also listen to hot pocket podcast oh. we talk about your situation I
1: was just shitting on Disney for like their marketing and look at us marketing
0: on a grieving and we are on Apple Podcast and uh, <laughs> Spotify <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to screenshot this and this is gonna be the cover off for of this episode <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> where did my comment go there's so many comments i can understand the
1: daughter having difficulties maybe because you know a lot of people like in their 20s like have trouble with like school and work life balance I mean, there's a good chance like there was a lot more going on i'm sure and, and it's possible that the father's like either actively or just doesn't realize like what else was happening in the background but then to say like mm-hmm. you're not my real dad and they just storm out and i think his point is really key she probably if the other father had never died she probably would have never reached out to him yeah. it's like that's you should have at some point engaged with him earlier mm-hmm. and said look i was 20 i was in a really bad place i understand that things were hard for you as well you should have reached out at some point beforehand and not when you have like this big ask yeah this is like when somebody from your high school who you never really fucked with one big like look i got a new job opportunity for you it's really interesting it's not a pyramid scheme right they continue to draw the thing it's like hold the fuck up that's what's that point at the top yeah
0: why is it wider at the bottom right that's the thing it's like you're not I just don't think this 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 lady it just went went about it the right way. No, absolutely. You know, not. she should have kept yeah. in contact with the guy who helped raise her, mm-hmm. who his her mom fucked over. Cause, you know, yeah. this is some random dude now at this point. But it's really funny because our next post that we were gonna dive into Woo! got removed. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> yep. But luckily your boy took screenshots of it. So oh, thank But it's so God. funny. It's so funny because like so, so the, I'm so happy. screenshot yeah, So this thing actually, maybe I, maybe I didn't, I'll, I'll we know check. what happened. Though. Yeah. It says, am I the asshole for being pissed? My sister threw away my Nazi medals. Now I think this is why this motherfucker got taken down. Take, like, did-
1: take a pause for a second. He is uh, at least he's saying, I mean, we don't technically know. He might actually be like Loki, a Nazi. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Right. Because there are people, he's saying he just likes collecting stuff from history. Yep. And historical memorabilia. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah, no. So I can perfectly, I can legitimately understand yeah.
0: somebody who does not believe in that shit, but like wants to collect yeah, it. I mean, if you look at my little dresser right there, I have Chinese coins from the six, like 1630. No, sorry. Not even 16, 632. Sheesh. That's from like the Ming dynasty, Jing dynasty. Uh... This guy went he literally went to Russia to get this stuff, right? He he was he was in Eastern Europe. Uh-huh. And he was he this is what he likes to do. So he was in Eastern Europe and found this cool ass store that was like selling boxes of stuff. Yeah. So let me let me make sure. So it was like it was a box of cool ass Russian Empire, Soviet Union and Nazi Germany stuff. Yeah. Some uniforms, some badges, yeah. some SS historical stuff. Yeah, some I mean granted the history behind this shit is really bad but the history it, happened yeah the history happened and I guess if you own it you know it's kind of that's you, you just want a part of history we'll we'll, we'll get to that so yeah. what happened so he was he when he came back he threw this box in his mom's house his sister lives with his mom mm. sister saw all this stuff and she was like what the fuck is this and threw it away he gets home like whenever and he's like, hey, what happened to my box? And she proudly tells him she was like, I threw all your Nazi shit away. And this guy flips out because he's like, yo, what the hell? Like that's part. That's my shit. Why would you throw it away? Yeah, his sister starts fighting back and she's like, how could you even like bring this shit in? Like my husband's Jewish. So you're you're that, that's disrespectful to him and me and all this other stuff. And they got in a fight. He goes out to the trash can. Luckily, two minutes before the trash truck actually comes he gets the stuff back so he didn't actually lose it yeah Um. but his sister it, attempted yeah attempted to and now his him and his sister are still fighting because he took like her like antique doll and was like I'm gonna toss this first of all these sound like grown ass people yeah but they're fighting no like, they are they are grown ass people because no, there's are. like a point at the, yeah, end. at the end so he was like I'm gonna throw away your doll how does that feel and she was like flipping out about it and at the end, he was like, so now I'm not letting her family and her kids over at my house to use my pool whenever they want. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, all right, man. This is
1: this is a, a conundrum, right? Yeah. It's, like, if you're like, I, I laughed because like that's just a funny idea. But like I can understand like you being protective and sympathetic. Yeah. An overcorrective for like your spouse if they're Jewish, yeah, and, and you want to, you know, because like, obviously
0: they're not Jewish. Because if they were Jewish, they'd be like, "Fuck this yeah," shit. they would. They would probably be like, "No,
1: well, hmm. you never know." Some people,
0: might uh, just maybe keep that. I don't know. Um, uh, <clears throat> I, if I was Jewish, I would not want to fuck. I
1: that. understand that, but I also think there's this weird conflation. This is like a general thing with um, just acknowledging bad elements of history, right? Is for some people that's like oh you're endorsing that part like no I'm not
0: now we really can't erase what you, happened
1: you're you're supposed
0: to like keep a, a record of that
1: so you know what happened so you like you don't whitewash stuff so that way you can know the severity of it Again, I and part of the issue is like that her husband's literally Jewish, so I can yeah. understand that. But I you should like fucking talk to your brother before about throwing that, that. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, at away. the very least, talk like communicate. Same with the last yeah. group. Also,
0: uh, last advice thing. Also, yeah. communicate. Yeah, if I if I was the sister, I'd been like, "Yo, why'd you get this? This is extremely offensive offensive to my husband and me, yeah. and like what we believe in. Like, why would you get this? Have that conversation to be like, yo, this is not cool. Throw it away or like sell it. I don't want you having it. Yeah, or it's just weird. sell it." Me, personally, I would never own fucking Nazi Germany shit, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, that shit was terrible. Do I think that people who own it... Here's the a, here's a difference. Is, is he there and he's, like, relishing in it? <laughs> is he wearing it? Yeah. <laughs> is he wearing it and pretending to be yeah. a Nazi? Or is he just like, yo, I found this stuff. I yeah. think it's kind of cool and part of history. So I'm going to keep it. Yeah. There's, I mean, There's a distinction.
1: Yeah, because, like, the fact that, like, you're getting something from history yeah. is cool. Like, yeah. I do think that's cool. Even if yeah. it's, like, a part of history, it's like, ooh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like I would, I would
0: get your 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 stance. Kind of reminded me of another topic that's like pretty heavy. Uh Where like, so you're saying like history should be there, right? Yeah. What about monuments? We we go through all Mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, what if Confederate monuments? Because I'm with the other crowd, where it's like, get these motherfuckers out of here. Put them in a museum. That's fine with me. You want because that was obviously part of history. Yeah. I don't want I don't want these monuments to be removed because cities and states like planted. They were like, yo, this general was the man yeah we're gonna make a monument for yeah. him don't let that go we did this yeah. or y'all did this
1: i i think that's a little bit different because that's about like the public comments like that's a public space yeah there's a difference between that and like a guy just owning the stuff yeah i i personally just don't have a strong opinion on it although i understand like i 100 get why if, for example you're black you walk by a confederate statue it's right. like i can i get why
0: you would yeah. want that taken i guess down. it's like a public space versus a person yeah, yeah there's there's a difference now if uh, i found out that one of a guy at work, he was like, "Yeah, come over." And I saw like Nazi medals. I'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> like, what is that? Like, are you okay, bro? Like, can can I ask you a question? Like, yeah. what do you think about? Well, yeah, like no, like you you got to assume like it's kind of a
1: bad look. Oh, no, it's terrible. Look. You you should you should take precautions, but like just owning it is is you know,
0: which kind of makes me think that this is a white family. One, this is a white dude. Probably, yeah. So for white folks, stuff like that. That didn't have even even like politics today. They don't care about it as much because it doesn't f- pertain to them. It doesn't affect yeah. them. It was it wasn't part of their history. Whereas people like his sister, who's married to a Jewish guy and I've, probably yeah. has like family that was you know affected by the Holocaust, probably. is that's way more personal to them. For other people, it's not as personal. They truly do just think about it as like a part yeah. of history, and they're like, all right, this this might be cool to having it." But someone who has like actually been f- affected by it and has deep connections oh, he been to been that by it. he has no he has oh
1: that's what i'm saying like the husband no the, the husband ha- i mean the husband hasn't. oh been no not directly like, well not directly
0: yeah but i mean you know like we haven't been affected by israel directly yeah we fucking hate them yeah because we feel for the palestinian people yeah so it's kind of just like kind of having some background because you know palestinians are muslims and stuff like that even Majo- if they well, weren't muslim majority majority of them yeah, yeah. they're not all muslims no yeah but that's kind of like the affinity slash, you know. But yeah. I, you know, what I mean, even though, like, sure. So if, I get, you, if, if you take I, out the religion, I, that's still a I, I situation. Get the, I get the
1: point you're making, right? I do think there is like a general issue broadly that like people want everything to be clean and sanitized. Yeah. To the point that like we're just not going to like know anything that or fucking acknowledge happened. it yeah. or acknowledge it, and that's gonna be a problem for like future generations where you don't have an actual account because you know I'm a big history guy. Yeah. Not just because like like I think history's fun, because I think it's important to take history because everything that happened in history affects what happens today right or provides like a roadmap to understand the way things are going or how we got here if you like are, don't have an honest accounting of what that was and what that looked like mm-hmm. because it's like oh this is too traumatic for me to hear i can understand why people have that view but y- sometimes you need to be air on the caution of like i get that it's,
0: it's hard but sometimes you just got to hear it Yeah. Back to the story. I think he is kind of being an asshole for not letting the sister's family over to use the pool. <laughs> if my brother had a pool, I would want to use it. <sighs> is he the asshole for that? I think so. It's like, come on, bro. Like, how much did you spend on that? On those medals and like not. Even if you lost it, it was this Nazi Germany shit. Like, I don't know. That that's pretty rude of your sister. Just throw your shit away. I, I think she should have asked. But like, he's they. He got his stuff back. He didn't lose it. That's true. And then he the, the pool like, like the t- pool is like a hard part where I'm like oh
1: you're kind of being a dick yeah. about this and then he
0: also was like a fucking kid and was yeah. like hey I'm gonna throw your stuff away now it's yeah. like yo how old are you actually I don't know how old he is but
1: yeah okay he is being an asshole about that but I still feel like the sister is a problem in this story. Yeah, she should ask. And th- there are variables. Like here's the thing. It is possible that he is kind of a Nazi sympathizer. Like, I'm not discounting the maybe, possibility. Maybe of
0: that. that's why she was like, yo, he did this shit again. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: Yeah. It's like he's not disclosing this is like the tenth time. Yeah. You only collect Nazi shit. Like that is fucking like yeah. that's possible, right? But if I'm just going face value from his perspective, which obviously is like a big ask, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, Bro, what do you mean? You one you didn't ask two, was you just like, Oh, my husband would be offended by this. Like, why are you like jumping because oh he he has a problem it's like maybe yeah. you just have a problem with it maybe you're overcorrecting maybe you're overcorrecting yeah i think there's a problem sometimes where people just like act on someone's behalf and like you don't even ask about what the other person asked yeah you know that that happens a lot yep you know, yep. So, yep yep i don't like the way Shay is, is saying
0: saying yeah, to today I, i'm just i'm disagreeing agreeing bro <laughs> yeah, i that just was thinking, just like like brother let me in, tell you you're right yeah i think in modern in modern day like people are like that's so offensive
1: and... There is there is a lot of like speaking on behalf of other
0: people. Of people and... I'll, and then like they come the, out like, I don't the really actual care. actual group is like, ah... It's, 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 it's weird, but it's like... Uh, we don't really care about it that I don't much. care about like, it. Like, you're just making a fool out of yourself. White sure, people love that shit. Yeah, that, that's I exactly what it. I'm White people, <laughs> White people... You don't
1: understand what it means to be an ally. Like, you do not even ask me. Yeah. You didn't fucking like, ask me. That Wait, thing. did y'all
0: ask us what we really wanted? Did y'all ask us what we really wanted? And no, I don't want another...
1: Throw this flag up. I don't want another fucking Hulu show. I don't care
0: again for listening to us for liking our stuff keep doing it keep sharing we'd really appreciate that that be will awesome. get some exposure we've, we've, like Marvel I okay I'm going to fucking kill you <laughs> um
1: I got to be honest we have cuz I showed you or I told you like some of the recent statistics and analytics Yeah the Afghanistan episode did really well it actually did really well thank you Taliban <laughs> thank you so much Yeah <laughs> but no like our followership and downloads have gone up and everything so
0: well, you know, good for us. And we'll we'll keep at it, and y'all keep at it. Y'all
1: keep all you gotta do is listen. Yeah. We we have to record and edit
0: and market and hashtag. I mean, it's really not that much I'm work. Like, I'm like at work like posting reels like during my lunch <laughs> break and stuff because I have it saved as drafts and stuff, bro. Come on. It's man. funny.
1: Anyways, this has been Hot Pocket episode thirteen. Yes, sir. And we will catch y'all next week. Catch you all on the flip later.